Welcome to the first episode of More M.O.R. I'm Dave Holly. More M.O.R., what exactly is that? Uh, well, there was, for a long time in the radio business, back when I was in it many years ago, a type of station was M.O.R. Not a technical thing, but it was a format. You had country, you had rock. In those days, there was some talk a lot of public affairs and so forth, but the MOR format was typically a low-wattage AM station. Now, obviously, there were some bigger AM stations in terms of the wattage that would have qualified using the same format. Usually, it was a station that had a lot of news, a lot of sports, a lot of weather, a lot of public affairs programming, and it still had music. So, what type of music did you play in a station like that? Well, it varied. Uh, you would have some little-known tunes. You would have some standards. You know, some Frank Sinatra, some Dean Martin, and so forth. There would be show tunes, TV themes, music soundtracks, oldies, occasionally some new soft rock, and jazz instrumentals, many of which took you to the top of the hour because at those stations, you usually had network news Right at the top of the hour, you had to do a little something called back timing. You had to make sure that you were finished up with music right at the top of the hour to give the legal ID, which was the call letters and the city it was located in. Some of that has gotten convoluted over the years now, but you actually had to give what was called the legal ID. Well, to do that back timing, sometimes you uh, played a little bit by playing an instrumental so you could fade it out to make sure that you got to the top of the hour. That was a trick you learned very early on. So today, in this initial episode of More M.O.R., I'm going to play three different tunes. Now, here's some of the stations that I worked at that were M.O.R., at least when I worked at them. KSCJ in Sioux City, Iowa, back in the early 80s. Uh, KFKA Greeley, Colorado. That was my first full-time job out of college. I moved back to the area and worked at KQAD in Laverne, Minnesota. Then, uh, let's see, 95 to 2000, I was at the KBRK in Brookings, South Dakota. The first song that I'm going to play for you, I know I played at three out of those four radio stations at some point or another. A lot of these MOR stations, they were classic, they were fun. You got a lot of information out of them, too. But uh, the music, while they all got separate, you know, records coming in from different labels and so forth, a lot of the same things were chosen. And throughout the course of this show, uh, I don't know how often it's going to be. I'm not going to put a timeline on it. Uh, my, my normal uh, podcast, the Dave Holly Hour, comes out with a new episode every Thursday. Uh, this one, I'm not going to hold to anything. It's just going to be more when I have some time that's uh, fitting in, or perhaps when I hear one of these great old songs and go, got to put that in the list. So the first song that we're going to play is a song by a guy by the name of Danny O'Keefe, and it's Good Time Charlie's Got the Blues. In the 1970s, Danny O'Keefe put out a string of albums that cemented his reputation as being among the best songwriters of his generation. These days, 
Casual fans know him best for his top 10 hit, Good Time Charlie's Got the Blues, or Jackson Brown's version of The Road from the classic uh, Running on Empty album. Miranda Lambert recorded one of Danny's early songs. Uh, It's a covered wagon, which is on the album The Weight of These Wings, and that has been the number one country album twice on the country charts. Danny's songs have been recorded by a who's who of artists over the past 30 years, including Elvis, Willie Nelson, uh, Dwight Yoakam, and those are just people that recorded Good Time Charlie. He's had other songs that he's written for a huge array of people. His reputation among his peers says volumes. Michael McDonald of uh, the Doobie Brothers and Michael McDonald on his own as well describes Danny's affinity for folk, country, jazz, and more with these words. Danny O'Keefe takes his rightful place in that ingenious and enigmatic tradition of unfettered poetic American songwriting. And here's one of them. Good Time Charlie's Got the Blues on more M.O.R. Everybody's gone away I believe this time they're gonna stay There's not a soul I know around Everybody's leaving town Some call a freight, some call a plane Find the sunshine, leave the rain They said this town will waste your time I guess they're right, it's wasting mine Some gotta win, some gotta lose Good time, Charlie's got the blues Telling me you're not a kid at 33. You play around, you lose your wife. You play too long, you lose your life. I got my pills to ease the pain. Can't find a thing to ease the rain. I'd love to try and settle down But everybody's leaving town Some gotta win, some gotta lose Good time, Charlie's got the blues Thank you. 
Danny O'Keefe and Good Time Charlie's Got the Blues, and I can't tell you how many times when I was young and away from home for the first time that I would uh, play that song and wonder if I wasn't Good Time Charlie. Anywho, moving on. Uh, the first concert that I ever, well, I, I suppose technically it uh, was the first concert as someone who could drive at least uh, when I was uh, 16 or 17. Um, double dated with a, a friend of mine and we went to England, Dan and John Ford Coley. So it was the first concert literally that I ever took a date to. And it was England, Dan and John Ford Coley. And they had a classic hit that was actually a rock hit. Uh, it was great on the adult contemporary charts as well as the top 40. It did quite well for this duo that began while they were friends and classmates in high school in Dallas, Texas. Seals and Coley performed first as part of local cover bands, including Playboys 5 and These Few. They recorded a series of demos in Nashville as the Shimmerers, but their prospects ended with the death of their producer before he could secure a recording deal for them. Seals, the younger brother of Jim Seals of the 1970s soft rock duo Seals and Crofts, Dan's childhood nickname given to him by his brother Jim as England Dan, because he was a huge fan of the Beatles, and he occasionally adopted an affected English accent. John Coley's last name, originally spelled C-O-L-L-E-Y, was respelled C-O-L-E-Y for ease of pronunciation. Ford was added as his middle name for flow prospects or purposes, thus England, Dan, and John Ford Coley. In 1971, they moved to Los Angeles, where they opened for numerous bands. Their first break came in 1972 with the song Simone. It became a number one hit in Japan, also charted in France, but not here in the U.S. The duo was released in 1972 from its contract with A&M after two albums. Undaunted, the pair continued to press on, stumbling upon the song, I'd Really Love to See It Tonight written by a young Mississippi-based songwriter, Parker McGee. The result? A U.S. number two single in September 1976, which ultimately sold two million copies. In July 1976, saw the release of England Dan and John Ford Coley's debut album, Nights Are Forever, and their second hit, Nights Are Forever Without You, also made the Billboard Top 10. March 1979 brought forth Love is the Answer, written by Todd Rundgren, which was their last top 10 hit and their final time in the top 40 altogether. The duo split in 1980 when Seals decided to pursue a career in country music. In fact, when I worked at a country station, I got to introduce him at the concert one time. That was a highlight for me. Uh, he found success throughout the 1980s, scoring hits with Meet Me in Montana with Marie Osmond and the song Bop. In fact, he had 11 in the top 10 on the country hits. Seals died in March 25, 2009, following treatment for mantle cell lymphoma. But this was a great song that a lot of people played and probably had on the radio station 
while the vehicle might even have been parked. I'd really love to see it tonight. Here's England Dan and John Ford Coley. Hello, yeah, it's been a while, not much. How about you? I'm not sure why I called. I guess I really just wanted to talk to you. I was thinking maybe later on We could get together for a while It's been such a long time And I really do miss your smile I'm not talking about moving in And I don't want to change your life But there's a warm wind blowing the stars around And I'd really love to see you tonight tonight I won't ask for promises so you don't have to lie we both played that game before say I love you then say Back in the days when I was in radio, first of all, there were about one-fifth the number of stations as there are now when I first started radio in 1980. There were also five times as many announcers back then. <laughs> it's a, a different world now in the radio world, in the broadcast radio world. That's why if you're listening to a podcast right now, a lot of people listen to podcasts. A lot of people listen to internet radio. I listen to internet radio. There's a couple of stations here in Sioux Falls that I listen to. Uh, also, uh, a friend of mine that I was actually a roommate with, my first radio job out of college, and uh, he has started one out in Pueblo, Colorado, Rock for the Generations. And I listen to that a lot because he's one of these. And then my buddy Frank Anderson, Crazy Frank here in Sioux Falls, has K-Back and then also The Hog because these guys believe in playing more songs than a short list of 100 to 300 that uh, all the corporate radio stations seem to be stuck with and can't get out of that. 
All right. So getting back then to uh, the days when I was in radio long ago and working at these MOR format stations, one of the things you would cheat with, because, see, you were supposed to be able to time out a song, so it would end right before the top of the hour, and you'd say, uh, I'll just give you the example. 1360 KSCJ, Sioux City, Iowa. And then, don't, 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 you'd hear the little sounder, and then a network news would come on. And you didn't have a choice. I mean, you had to hit that. But one of the things you learned early on was how to cheat, and you'd play an instrumental so you could fade it out. In fact, some stations actually did that as standard practice for their uh, format to go into the top of the hour with an instrumental. Well, one of the great instrumentals, in fact, it's the uh, it's a jazz standard recorded July 1st, 1959, biggest selling jazz single of all time, actually has lyrics to it. I've heard others sing it, and it is fun. It's a song called Take Five. Now, there's a couple of versions you'll find out there from Dave Brubeck Quartet. One is the actual take five, which is five minutes and 24 seconds, so you would fade out. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, there's a, a much shorter one, which I always found ironic that it wasn't at least five minutes. Anywho, some of the lyrics in this song, Won't you stop and take a little time out with me? Just take five. Stop your busy day and take the time out to see if I'm alive. Moving on, wouldn't it be better not to be so polite? You could offer a light. Start a little conversation now. It's all right. Just take five. Just take five. From the album Time Out, which had several tunes with odd time signatures. You know, for those of us that just know a little bit about music, we know 4-4 four, four time. Ooh, and then there's that tough one, 6 eights. Well, Dave Brubeck did a lot of different time signatures, such as 6-4, 9-8, and this song, Take 5 in 5-4. Five, Thank you. 
taken a little more than five today, but I certainly appreciate your time and uh, appreciate the fact that you listen to podcasts. Uh, it is so much fun to do. Uh, there are literally tens of thousands of podcasts out there now, but the great thing about them is you can choose what you want to listen to. You can choose when you want to listen to them, how you want to listen to them. All right. So just keep that in mind. But in the meantime, uh, every episode that we do here for more M.O.R., it's going to bring back some classics, some standards, some show tunes, some TV themes. We'll play a variety, which is appropriate for me because I turned 57. It was my Heinz birthday back in December. So from this 57-year-old who spent a quarter of a century in radio, it's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you again soon and play some great tunes. So look forward to more M.O.R. <laughs>